Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Into the noon hour we dive. John Grayson here with you. Glad to have you along. I want to take us off into a direction I was not prepared for, and yet it it seems like this happened at exactly the perfect time. Because we've had a a sort of a running theme. I know it doesn't seem like it, but but there's been this sort of undercurrent on the show so far today. And thanks again to Wink Starrett for being with us up until noon, Um, because a lot of it came out of conversations with him and with you about things that we do when we don't when we, when we have a little bit of extra time on our hands. And everybody's got their hobbies, everybody's got their things about themselves. But I want to throw this out there because an article just crossed the desk under and this is from Slate. Um it was written by a guy by the name of Luke Winky and no I'm not making that up that's his real name. I'm guessing, but uh, it was in their life section and it it came through under the headline, how I became the annoying running guy. And he goes through a little bit in the article about how, you know, he started running to try to get into shape after he had a blood pressure reading that was one of those kind of, you know, come to Jesus moments where it was like, oh, okay, if I don't do something right now, I'm going to die. And I'd rather not do that. So he started running. And then Chronicles, and I won't I won't bore you with all the details on it, but that's kind of the point of the story. Chronicles all of the changes that he started to notice in his own personality, because when you do something like that, when you when you jump into something that's already an extant hobby, like there there are already people around, lots of them who do what you're brand new into doing then the first thing you want to do is go up to all of them and go, okay, great, what do I need to know? I'm, I'm brand new to this. Tell me about it. Tell me everything. And you end up in all these conversations, and if it's something you really connect with, now I'm never. it's never going to be running for me. It's never going to be hunting either. But I would ma- imagine that it's all the same thing. When you get into it, if it's something that you like, then you're going to really enjoy those conversations as specific to the hobby as they tend to be. Which is one of the reasons why, by the way, and I, I always try to be very conscious of this. That conversation that, that Wink and I had about vacuum tubes in the last hour lasted about three minutes. <laughs> okay, and that was probably the longest time in a row that we've ever spent talking about any of that stuff here on the broadcast. Because I know that's a very, very narrow focus. And the last thing you want to do on a show like this is talk about something that is incredibly narrow in focus because you lose everybody else. And it's easy to get into jargon and all that stuff and people go and their eyes glaze over. So since that's not my aim here on the program, we tend to shy away from that kind of stuff because I know 
I can get really pedantic about it, and that's not going to come off well for anybody. So that said, in this article about running, I mean, the the author talks about, you know, different kinds of tendonitis and how much runners love to sit there and talk to each other about, you know, oh, yeah, I had tendonitis in my fourth metacarpal, and it, boy, it did it, it done me in for a month and a half. And you get into that kind of stuff, and if you're into the hobby, it means something to you. It means something on a much deeper level than it ever hits most of us. And in in that same way, like I said, I mean, the, the headline on the article is how I became the annoying running guy. He has that epiphany that you start to talk about it with people who aren't into it, with other people that are just in your life. And they're like, hey, uh, how's it going, Steve? And you go on for 15 minutes about your latest you know, triumphs in, in, in running a 5K or whatever it is. Meanwhile, the guy's going, no, 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 I was just asking you, how's your day, you know? And, and it's easy to get sucked into that because you're excited about it. You want to make it exciting for everybody, and you can't. Nobody will ever be able to make running a 5K exciting to me. <laughs> you know, and it's it's not that you shouldn't do it. If you do it and you love it, that's great. I think that's wonderful. Go do it and talk to the other people who do about it. They'll love it too. But in the same respect that Scott Parks is is fond of using the line, you know how to tell if somebody's a vegan? Don't worry, they'll tell you. <laughs> you know, it, it's that same sort of thing that I, I wonder if we could rank it in terms of hobbies, interests. Whatever, whatever you know, moniker you would want to put on that. Who are the ones that, whenever somebody tells you, like when you're meeting somebody at a party, and you say, "Well, what do you do?" and they say, "Well, I'm an accountant." Oh, okay, well, what do you do with your spare time? And they say what it is, and you can hear an audible thud inside your head, going, "Oh no, oh no, now I'm going to have to hear about this for the next hour." <laughs> what did I do? I just opened the door. That who, in your experience, are the ones who are so into what they do that you know they're not going to be able to stop talking about it? Uh, I will tell you, this isn't exactly a hobby, but I'll tell you, um, there there is a group of people, and I am, again, I am in this group, but I almost never talk about it for exactly this reason, that... That to me, I can take about 30 seconds of it and then I need to change the subject, which is ex-smokers. We're terrible. <laughs> we're, we're really awful about it. It's like, oh, yeah, quit smoking. It's been 38 days now. And uh, boy, now, you know what I'm starting to notice is that uh, I get up in the morning and I, I, I'm having less cravings when, when, I, when I first get up. Uh, but, you know, where it really hits me is around noon. And here's my triggers. And these are the other things that I noticed about when I quit smoking. And it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I get it. I get it. Cool. You don't smoke anymore. That's wonderful. And, and maybe I used to be that. I don't know. I'd have to ask my friends at the time. It's been a long time. I quit in 1999. Uh, in fact, my anniversary is coming up. Uh, in fact, it just passed. So, yeah, I don't know how many years that is, but it's a lot. So that, that's what I mean, is that it's easy to get into that blah, 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 about whatever it is that you're really excited about in the moment. But then you have to realize that nobody else is going to be that excited about it unless they're in your group. Gamers. Or another group that's like, yeah, I, I boy, I can tell you're sure enjoying yourself. And that that's video gamers 
and like, uh, I mean, how many conversations did you have to suffer through over the course of your life if you never played D and D, but you were ever around people who did? <laughs> You're laughing, Colin. Is that you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm. Listen, I'm into it. I'll do it with my friends. Yeah. I'm not as heavy into it as some of the others are. And hearing them talk about campaigns and different characters and yep. all this stuff, like the maps and it. it it's a lot. Oh yeah, I used it's, to, it's more than you think it is. I, I will say that. Oh yeah, I, I used to walk around high school with that giant uh, notebook, you know, the, the spiral notebook that had mm-hmm. pages shoved into it and things like that. Yeah, yeah, I was that guy, uh, and I know. I mean, it, probably had conversations with my dad about it where he was going, uh huh, uh huh, <laughs> uh huh. Oh really? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, a couple of these are coming in already. <laughs> Bro dudes who drive Dodge Challengers and do CrossFit. <laughs> Sounds oddly specific. Yeah, really. Is I, there some, something you want to talk about I'm there? guessing that's Excellent. one particular guy you know. <laughs> uh, people who play Magic the Gathering can be insufferable, and I am one, says somebody on the text line. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> somebody's calling out Dana for pickleball. <laughs> Oh, it's it's so funny. Um, oh, here's another one. Is, uh, Nurse Jen, as a matter of fact, uh, good to hear from you, Jen, said, my husband's good buddy is an ex-con who was saved, quote unquote, in prison. Every time he visits, he tries to convince us to go to church with him. We're not churchgoers, so no thanks. <laughs> Model train enthusiasts, um, people who are, are really into cars. Yeah, I'll tell you, what, and I get that one, too. Um, when you get us all together, that's all we talk about. Funnily enough, funnily enough, is that a word? It is now. Pretend it is. Radio people, if you get a group of us together, that's literally all we talk about. We talk about nothing else other than the business. So our spouses, bless them, every single one of them, <laughs> uh, for, for putting up with those conversations that are sometimes hours long that I'm sure they've all had to sit through nodding and smiling quietly while they have no idea what we're going on about. Yeah, uh, that's a thing for us. So when it comes to being completely insufferable about it, and, and not just insufferable, but apparently unaware you know what I mean? That that it's boring the tears out of everyone else in the room. Who do you find has a tendency to go on like that and you just think, okay, anything else. Let's talk about anything. Let's talk about Kool-Aid, okay? Whatever it is, please, something else. Not to pick on Dana, but just because, <laughs> because you brought it to my mind is I have a lot of friends that sports bet. Uh-huh. I sports bet not as heavily as you know some of my other friends, but that's another one where if you get them going, they will talk your ear off. And if you get them in a group, yeah, and two or three or four guys go on a roll, and you have no idea what they're talking about, that's where you start to get lost. There, there was a guy that I went to college with. Uh, I, I rarely, rarely bet on sports, and it's because I'm really bad at it. Yeah, sure. But, but he would go on about trend betting, mm-hmm. just endlessly. About how, you know, this guy, whenever he plays this team, if it's a cloudy day, then, uh, you know, you want to bet the over. And if it's, <laughs> oh, come on, dude. This goes really? into, like, our talk about superstitions that we yeah. had earlier <laughs> yeah. in the week. Yes. Is he wearing the same socks he wore 
uh-huh. 12 days ago when they played this team during this time? Right. Oh, if so, man. he will not score today. That stuff is hilarious. So, yeah, if you want to get in, who is it that you just, when whenever you hear somebody tell you they're one of them, you know you're in for the hour. 913-586-7798. We'll get back with the text line. we get a bunch of you that are calling in, so do that thing. 913-586-7798. More just ahead on 98.1 KMBZ. 1222 the time we'll go to the phones if you want to jump in we're just talking you know in in and it's not everybody i want to make that clear too but just in sort of general terms about the groups of people who just talk so much about the thing that they're into whether it's a job thing or a hobby thing or whatever it is that every time you hear them start you're like oh no not this again funny that you know we were talking about get a group of radio people together and we'll, we never will shut up about the job about you know the radio industry and all of that stuff we'll just talk and talk and talk a couple of people back to back to back said pilots and identified themselves as pilots one said i am a pilot we are truly boring and talk nothing but three or four letter abbreviations when we get together another one said i'm a pilot my friends are air traffic controllers my wife gets annoyed when we talk about aviation and then right after that Get a group of Navy fighter pilots together and try to mention anything other than flying. Yeah, and and in that case, again, you're talking not just about the endless chatter about it, but it's the jargon. I mean, it's it's not just that other people have to hear you talk about it. It's that they have no idea what you're saying. Jacob in Platte City is up next with us on this one. Hey, Jacob. Hey, man. Man, that is so true about pilots. You want, you want, to, know how, <laughs> you want to know how you know somebody is a pilot? Yeah, just hang out. <laughs> they'll they they'll, they'll let you, you know. <laughs> so I'm 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 really glad you decided to have a topic about me today. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause I am that guy. I I am a man of many hobbies. I I I can sit and have a conversation with you all day about whiskey, uh, camping, fire trucks. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm in a group of guys who all collect old fire trucks, and that's. All we talk about, we share old fire trucks with each other that are for sale and um, wish we could buy it and think our bank accounts are bigger than they are. Yeah, see, and I would think because I'm the same way as you are about whiskey, I am like that with tequila. I love it, and so I love all the different variations and the notes and all of that. But if you're not into it, so what? I would think, though, at least with with the fire trucks, you're probably going to have some pretty good stories that anybody could, you know, kind of kind of relate to and go, oh, that's really cool. I mean, finding one that that has some history to it, that's, you know, a fire truck from the 1940s that was used in a famous fire or something like that, that, that would be kind of a cool thing. Yep, I've owned I've owned six of them. And a couple of them had decent stories behind them and, yeah. and where they've gone. I've, I've told the stories about that. And, and it, I mean, it's been fun, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I got – I got a handful of friends. Every one of them is into different things, and I'm kind of into those things as well. So when I get together with uh, my 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 one buddy Leavenworth, I go to his house and we sit around and drink high end scotches and smoke fine cigars. There you and go. We sit and talk about that kind of stuff, and and we we we're both into smoking meats and stuff like that. So we'll sit around and talk about what we want to cook, and and I'll go to I'll go to another buddy's house and we'll sit and talk about police lights. <laughs> Yeah, it's I mean, thank you, Jacob. Yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about. And it's funny that even though I don't do it that much, I can, uh, you know, but cooking is he just mentioned. That's another one. I can sit there and listen to people talk about cooking endlessly. And it never bothers me. 
even though, uh, you know, my, my dad was an incredible cook. I mean, just absolutely fantastic. But I didn't, I wasn't bitten by that bug. I've got another friend who studied to be a chef. In fact, I have a couple of them. And one of them was a chef. That was his life's work. He was a James Beard Award nominee and all of that stuff. And I could listen to that. Maybe it's why the Food Network is so popular, that I could listen to them go on and on and on about it forever and never get bored, even though it's never something. I'm never going to go, I got nothing to do with my Saturday. I know. I'll go in the kitchen. <laughs> like If I'm going into the kitchen, it's to grab a sandwich so I can go do what else I want to do. Noah in Gardner is up next with us. Hey, Noah. Oh, talking about. Uh, cookers and food snobs. That's what I was wanting to talk about. Oh, hit me. Tell me about it. Oh, let me tell you, the most insufferable people, it all comes down to lack of awareness and lack of charisma, I feel like. But the people who experience that the most are food snobs, in my opinion. Okay. Because they always want to tell you about what Michelin star restaurant they go to. They always want to tell you about it's like they watch Gordon Ramsay on YouTube and think they're the next master chef. <laughs> and, oh, my goodness, it's just they just go on and on about what they made for the last weekend. You know, uh, and you can't go out to eat with them because if you go out to eat with them, they're going to criticize everything. They're going to tell you about, well, this isn't the best ramen that I've ever had. I've had this over here. You know, we should really go to this place next time. Yeah, you know, when I was in Japan, we had ramen from the guy who invented ramen. And he would say, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Now, see, and I would draw a distinction between the food snobs that you're talking about and the people who actually make this stuff. I mean, people, people who are chefs. They don't tend to be like Anthony Bourdain. I mean, Anthony Bourdain served Heineken and hot dogs at his wedding. You know, it, it was like whatever. But uh, but yeah, the ones, yeah, the ones who think you get pretentious about. Yeah, he is a great example of what you could be as a food snob. Somebody yep. who's well versed, doesn't overthink things. You know, you're just a genuine person. But oh my goodness. When yeah. you work with them, and that's all they talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel for you, buddy. Noah, thank you. Thanks very much for the call, and thanks to the text line. You guys have been entertaining as heck. We're going to switch gears, talk a little basketball, but not in terms of, of what goes on on the court. I know that's a weird thing to say, but there's something going on right now dealing with a suspended player that has actually launched protests. We'll get into it just ahead. Stay with us. John Grayson here with you, sharing a Friday on 98.1 KMBZ. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 1233 now as we continue on through this uh, Friday, now into the afternoon. Starting to get a little cloudy. Uh, I know it's real foggy this morning. It cleared up for a little while, but uh, clouds are starting to roll back in. So if you're out on the roads, just recognize you may have to contend with some weather before too very long. And we're going to switch gears here into uh, what's going on at K-State. 
There has been, and this really kind of, kind of came to a head on Wednesday of this week, but there's been a lot of consternation so far during the basketball season because of what happened with one of the players on the team. Naquan Tomlin was suspended before the year began because back in October, uh, I want to make sure I get the date right. Yeah, October 29th, he was arrested for disorderly conduct, went to a, a, a you know place to eat and drink, and somehow, and I don't know a lot about him, and maybe you do, and if you do, by all means, call in and let us know what some of the background on this was, but had gone out to this place, and uh, and a fight erupted somehow, a fight in which he was involved, and since then has been suspended. According to the team and according to the coach, Naquan Tomlin was suspended indefinitely, but is still part of the team. Um. Okay, that's fine, but it's starting to get to the point now where Jerome Tang, the coach, is being called upon to reinstate Naquan Tomlin to the team and or at least make clear when it is he's his suspension is going to end. In terms of what happened to him legally, just to kind of bring you up to speed, is after the fight happened, he was arrested, he was charged, but uh, was offered pretrial diversion, which he took. And as we talked about earlier this week, for a different reason and a different case, that means that if you if you go through the pretrial diversion program, which sometimes involves things like anger management, anger management programs and, and things like that, it also occasionally will involve community service and other things that you have to do to meet the requirements of your pretrial diversion, that as long as you don't get in trouble again then the law will kind of wash its hands of the whole affair and say, don't worry about it, just go forth and sin no more. So legally speaking, that's where he is now. In terms of how far into that pretrial diversion program or whether it's been completed, I couldn't tell you. Uh, But given the fact that it's been, what, October 29th, so we're talking about a month plus a week, um, probably still doing some stuff, but I don't know. know. Like I said, I couldn't tell you for sure. However... The team has yet to reinstate him. Wednesday of this week, two days ago, there was a protest at K-State to, again, have his suspension lifted. And there were people that were carrying signs saying, free Quan, and they, they want him to be able to be back on the team. The case is being made here. Look, since this wasn't a murder... This wasn't domestic violence. This wasn't, you know, uh, some hate crime. That this was a thing that even the law enforcement authorities said, okay, it was bad. You shouldn't do that. But they, I mean, it's not like they threw him in jail. So why is he not able to play? Why don't you lighten up on this guy and reinstate him and his suspension and recognize This is the kind of thing that happens. I mean, a college student got in a fight. Oh, wow. Must be a day that ends in Y. So why are they making such a big deal and apparently making an example out of Naquan Tomlin? According to the folks at KSNT, students believed University President Richard Linton had something to do with his absence from the court rather than Coach Tang, causing them to protest on his lawn on Wednesday. Tomlin was released from the team just hours later per a press release from athletics director Gene Taylor, prompting another push for a student protest on Thursday. 
So what they're saying is as soon as the protest got to the university president's lawn, he said, oh, yeah, and had him kicked off the team. Now, nobody's happy. So KSNT goes on. However, Coach Tang and President, uh, or uh, sorry, and Assistant Coach Jareem Dowling showed up to neutralize the second protest before it could begin. Both coaches told the group of students waiting outside to protest out, outside Richard Linton's home, told them to, quote, spread love and pray for Tomlin during this time instead. And there's there's video of this happening. The audio isn't great, so I don't have anything for you on that front. But in the video, you can see them diffuse any sort of situation, I think. Which good for them. Yeah, and this goes more into, not that I want to go into the basketball side of things, but Jerome Tang showing up and being now the head coach at K-State has been, I think, phenomenal in terms of fan support, coming to the games, spreading love, as, as he likes to say. So I think he's a really good guy deep down, and I think he did the best possible thing that he could have done in that situation. Yeah, and and the, the sort of wind-up on the story is that uh, the statement of athletic director Gene Taylor – Regarding Tomlin's dismissal, made it clear that it would only it would be the only official commentary provided by the athletics department at the university. Which, boy, I, I have obviously no direct connection to this. I don't know anybody involved in this. Yeah, I, I, I don't have any inside information on any of this. But when the athletic director says, "Yeah, uh, that statement from the university," that's all. That sounds to me like there is duress. That sounds to me like the athletic department didn't want to do this. So here's here's what I know, and I don't want to spread false information. I'm not going to talk about what I've seen on Twitter or Reddit or sure. anything else, right? He was involved in an altercation at Tubby's Sports Bar. Yep. From what I've heard, Club Tub, as we called it, not the best place to be in <laughs> Aggieville. Is is I'll say that on okay. a, on a Friday or Saturday night. I'll have not you expand the cleanest on that in a minute, of the bars, yeah. not the not the friendliest of the bars. Okay, the drinks are cheap. It's fine, you know. Not my favorite bar because I, I went to K State and I I've been around the scene, so I've you know, and there there have been shootings in that area at some of the bars around that area as well. So it's not you know the cleanest place to be let me let me pause pause you there for a second because there are places and i can remember this from when i was in college where the the coach of the we didn't have football but we did have a really good basketball team at the time and the coach of the basketball team there were places in temple terrace which is the area where university of south florida is where the basketball team were not allowed to go I mean, he made no bones about it. He was like, I do not want to hear that you were here. It didn't matter if anything happened. If you were there, you were disciplined for it. Is Tubby's one of those places, to the best of your knowledge? I, I don't know because I'm not affiliated with the team okay. or, or the athletic department, or, or at least not anymore. So I don't I don't know what the rules are for that sort of thing. Gotcha. I did want to bring up and let you know I have audio of Jerome Tang speaking here. It's about a minute long. This was after the first protest, and I think it was after he uh, diffused the other situation. Okay, so this was definitely after Wednesday, maybe after Thursday as well. Yes. With Tang, K-State family, we've had a lot of great discussions on this purple couch, and uh, I really need you to hear my heart on this. We love Naquan Tomlin, and we are hurting for him, and we love this university. I love this university, every aspect of this university. I am in love with this university because of the special synergy that exists between the community, the university, and athletics. 
And we have to keep that moving forward. We have to move forward with love and togetherness and unity. Nothing fills my heart more than when I walk across campus and I see how we love each other. And so I'm asking you, all of us, to let's move forward with love. We elevated this program with love. We made this all about KSU. And I'm asking you to help me, help all of us, make this about KSU and spreading love. Can't wait to see you guys in Brown. Go Cats. So that's what we've heard from him. And I would imagine that as far as this situation, I don't know that we'll hear much more. So that was Thursday? That was yesterday, yes. Uh, Okay, so given where we are right now, uh, again, it's it's easy to draw the conclusion, even though we don't know and don't have any necessarily inside information on any of this, it's easy to draw the conclusion that the student body and whoever else was involved in those protests on Wednesday, that they, um, that they were the reason why he was dismissed from the team. That because they showed up at the university president's house, that he was mad, that he was angry at them because they brought the protest right to his front lawn, so he decided to retaliate. But he didn't retaliate against the people that were taking part in the protest. What it sounds like is he decided to retaliate against Naquan Tomlin, which doesn't make any sense at all. If this was something that was going on inside the university athletics department, it was being handled by them. Now, you could also wonder, and I think rightfully so, why did the protest, or not the protest, why did the suspension go on as long as it did? And was there pressure from outside the athletic department there as well? Or was that something that, that Coach Tang and the athletic director, Gene Taylor, and the rest of them all made the decision, no, we're not ready to let him back on the team yet? Or was that also coming from the university president? So Richard Linton, current president now at Kansas State, released a statement today. Uh, it's quite lengthy. I don't want to read all of it. I read it at a fifth grade level. Bear with me here. <laughs> so this, I think, is one of the more important parts of it. A little paragraph. Let me end quote. The NCAA Board of Governors has required each member institution to adopt a serious misconduct policy covering a number of potential allegations, including Title IX, which I will get to here in a second. Mm-hmm. Under the university's serious misconduct policy, The university president is involved in collaboration with the athletic director and head coach when making a final decision concerning a student-athlete's conduct and team membership. Now, for those wondering, Title IX of the Education Amendments Act of 1972 is a federal law that states, no person in the United States shall, on the basis of sex, be excluded from participation in, be denied the benefits of, or be subject to discrimination under any education program or activity receiving federal financial assistance, end quote. Yeah, so Title IX, I don't know why he brought up Title IX. That seems to have absolutely nothing to do with this situation at all, but okay. Uh, yeah, and, and when he says, well, the university president is involved in a collaboration with the athletic director, blah, 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 it makes it sound even more like, yeah, I did this. And this is how Richard Linton uh, ended his statement. He says, end quote, I want you to know that our university and our athletics department are unified. There is no us versus them. Together, we are one K-State. 
The relationship between the university athletics and the K-State community at large is special, and I will never take it for granted, end quote. Uh, and what I read into that is when he says, I want you to know that our university and athletics department are unified, that means that he signs their checks and they're going to do whatever he tells them to do. And he's new. I think this is his second or third year as president, um, formerly stepped down, because I think he, I graduated in 21, uh, and I think that's when he took over. Maybe the semester after I took over. I'm not sure. But he has not been in the position for long. Yeah, and, and from the text line, by the way, somebody just texted in and said, that's absolutely inaccurate for you to suggest that President Linton dismiss the student-athlete out of spite. You're 100% wrong. Okay, get on the phone. If I'm 100% wrong, make your case. Because what I'm seeing is uh, a guy got involved in a fight. He was suspended indefinitely from the team. This goes on for a period of a month and a week. All of a sudden, there's a protest on Richard Linton's lawn, and the next day, that student is dismissed from the team, but the protest had nothing to do with it? <laughs> Pull the other one. I want to also add there have been petitions started online calling for Richard Linton's job. So that's going on, too. Yeah, this is going to get bigger, and this is going to get uglier as time goes on. Uh, but, yeah, if, if you've got a case to make, and look, and if I'm wrong about this, and, and you know, we've done this before, I, I've told you I'm human. And, and I will always tell you when I have inside information to go on or when something just looks funny to me, and I'm telling you in this case, I don't have any inside information, but this looks funny to me. When, again, the, the timing on this that the protest happens on his lawn, and the next day, bang, that kid's off the team? What am I supposed to think about that? 913-586-7798. And, and if you've got more information than I do, and if I've been wrong about this, I will 100% uh, throw myself on my sword and tell you how wrong I was. But until I know that, and until I've got information, actual evidence that I'm wrong then I'm going to tell you how this one looks to me, and this is exactly how it looks. If you've got something to say, grab a telephone line and get it said. 913-586-7798. We'll do some more talking just ahead on 98.1 KMBZ. 12.53, the time, 98.1 KMBZ. John Grayson here with you talking about this uh, situation at K-State with a basketball player who was involved in an altercation at a place called Tubby's and was arrested, uh, eventually given pretrial diversion. He was also suspended from the team. This is preseason. And has not played for them since. There was a protest from uh, people who were angry that he had not been reinstated to the team. And that happened on the uh, university president's lawn. The next day, that player, Daquan Tomlin, or Naquan Tomlin, pardon me, was dismissed from the team. There was a tweet from Derek Young. We reached out to Derek Young, who is a K-State sports insider, uh, a football guy, but, but covers K-State sport, uh, sports in general for on three sports and he tweeted short a uh, short while ago in fact just about 20 minutes ago uh, we reached out to him and, and unfortunately he's got a flight and couldn't join us but he tweeted out jerome tang puts out a message to move forward with love and it settles everyone because they follow his great leadership not 24 hours later president voluntarily lights fuse himself ridiculous pr work here at the very least We'll go to the phones if you want to jump in, 913-586-7798. We go to Leavenworth where Ralph is standing by. Hello, Ralph. Hi, Johnny. I know sometimes it's, it's you can John. be a, a smartass. Oh, okay. Well, you know me really well. I know you think you can be a smartass, sarcastic blowhard that can't stop running his fat mouth. But I love you. I love the big lug. That's right. 
John Grayson and I are having a love affair. I, I didn't want to have to out him like this, but he's, he's actually bisexual, and we've been having a love affair for a long time. Are you still there, Johnny? That's the guy who texted in and said that I was wrong <laughs> to out the president of the university. Uh-huh. That's, uh, that's probably about what I expected. You know, sometimes you just nail it right on the head and you know. And this is one of those times. It's actually pretty delicious. 98.1 KMBZ. So there you have it. I mean, you know, what's going to happen now um, with, with Naquan Tomlin? Who knows? I mean, it's pretty clear right now that he's off the team, that nothing's going to change there. Uh, and when you have the president of the university calling the shots like this and being uh, and what uh, to all indications is a retaliatory jerk, um, because something happened that, that was out of his control, that people actually stood up and, and announced some kind of dissatisfaction with what they perceived as his doing. And that's, that is the one thing that I'm curious about. Uh, if you actually have something that's, you know, at all worthwhile to add into the conversation, 913-586-7798. The one thing that I am curious about is how this got from something that was going on inside the basketball team to including the president of the university. Why, in the, in the minds of the student body, why did their opinion put him in the driver's seat of this? I mean, outside of the obvious, the fact that he has that job um, and, and that, you know, anything that happens on campus is, is going to be his doing, or at least he's going to have some kind of a hand in it. Was there a reason to believe that, uh, that the president of the university was the reason for the continuing nature of the suspension. You know what I mean? Because uh, if there's been a lot said and Colin, you uh, alluded to it. And I think uh, Derek young in his tweet alluded to it and said that there is a tremendous amount of respect throughout this for coach tank. Obviously, that doesn't extend to the president of the university. But is it just that, or is there more reason to believe that his continuing suspension is because of him? We'll talk about it some more into the next hour of the show. Plenty more coming up. John Grayson here with you on 98.1 KMBZ. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.